I'm really excited and grateful because uh, when I noticed that, I was like, you know what, God, go ahead. Do, do what you got to do up in your scriptures, huh? Because often uh, the answers to the prayers that we're praying have already been written. I have to ask myself these questions. Why do I think that spending time on Netflix is more important than spending time with God? I have to ask myself these questions. And in this text, in this season, we got to ask ourselves, okay, God, am I inviting you into the mix What up, y'all? It is your girl, Natalie Corinne with Nelson Corinne, and we are back for another episode of Another Day, Another Chance, a podcast that is focused on encouraging you to become more of the person that God has called you to be one day at a time. And you know that we are in the middle of season six. We're talking all about healing, the power of healing as we walk with God. And I've been bringing on some friends, some amazing people in the faith that I think can encourage us as believers to see what does that look like? What does healing look like? Um, as we walk with the Lord. And today I have an amazing, qualified, hello, guest, um, Hazel Owens. Uh, she has, I really met her, man, how many years has it been? I feel like it's been like it's been a while. four years, yeah, four or five years. Yeah. Maybe. I think I was, I was a junior in college, I think. Because I remember, let me just explain. <laughs> I came to, <laughs> I came to Bible study uh-huh. at church and I remember you were teaching I never forgot this out of Ephesians 5 and you were talking about relationships because you know that's the scripture that people often quote about like submission and all of these yeah. things yeah. and you gave a brand new look to what submission means mm. and you use this phrase make sure that your partner knows how to wash you in the word mm. and I never forgot that mm. um, and have really tried to be intentional about carrying that with me in relationship Um, and, but I love the way that you taught. And so I was like, okay, what's happening here? Um, and you've just been a person that Hazel has been a person I've connected with, um, throughout my journey. And as you all know, we're going to a new level in ministry with me headed to seminary. And so Hazel has been, you know, really a source of encouragement and information, (laughs) quite (laughs) frankly, on what the heck this is all about. Um, and so she's here. So hi, Hazel. Hi, Natalie. How are you? I am well. Good. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's just been such a, a joy and an honor to at times be close and even the times where I'm watching from afar yeah. to see the move of God on your life yeah. and all that God is doing. And I'm just so excited for you. And so thanks for having me as your guest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Hazel, um, I want I want to let you say who you are and what you do because um, I know you will say it right I don't want to say it wrong yeah um, but a little confusing yeah so let the people know let the people know why I said qualified let the people know why I said that so um I usually don't lead with what I do okay. and that's so, perfectly fine Start with but what you like. I will um explain uh, I am a licensed and ordained minister uh of the gospel Praise yes the Lord. yes <laughs> And all that that comes with. Um, And I'm also a licensed marriage and family therapist associate um, pursuing full licensure in the state of Indiana. Mm -hmm. And so we're near the end of that journey. But I am practicing full time as a marriage and family therapist through the Counseling Center at Christian Theological Seminary, which is a training counseling center. Uh, But I'm a resident therapist there and we see uh, folks throughout the greater Indianapolis area, but as a, in the age of a global pandemic 
and being a licensed marriage and family therapy associate, I can, of course, see clients throughout the state of Indiana right. virtually, which has been a blessing. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's been amazing. Even simply, like you heard um, Minister Hazel say, like on social media, um, we've connected and seen each other kind of from afar. And then we've had personal conversations mm-hmm. about our journeys. Um, and simply following you on social media and even talking with friends who I know will be connecting with you um, with their journey, like he- seeing what you do is so valuable, um, especially for black women, yeah. um, you know, as we're trying to kind of figure out life <laughs> um, as believers, like what does this all mean and how does this all work um, and how do we take care of our minds and our bodies? Yeah, which is important. And I think it's something that you know, I'm sure we'll get into it in the conversation today, but it's something that continues to evolve, right? So, you know, we'll never fully figure it out, but with every experience and every life stage yeah. and what have you, we just continue to evolve it, evolve it. And so I, too, am still trying to figure it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm yeah. not exempt. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think that authenticity mm-hmm. is it's everything. Yeah. Um, and it it really shows in what you share and what you do. Um, and so, yeah. Amen on that. Amen. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of a glimpse of, uh, you know, who Minister Hazel is yeah. and all she you know brings to the world. But, yeah, I want to jump into this conversation because, as you said, you know, you are a professional and I think having conversations with professionals is important when we talk about healing. Um, And so I want to start with you Mm -hmm. and ask you like what, if you had to describe your healing journey, you know, how would you describe it? And I think even, I would imagine you're probably going to say something to the effect of evolving possibly um, because it's, it just changes all the time. Right. Um, But how would you describe your own healing journey? Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> sum it up with evolving. Yeah. Um, but I think when I think about themes throughout my journey, it's this story of rejection, redemption, and reconciliation. Yeah. Which is probably, I don't think I've ever used that language before to describe it. So this is like. You said it real nice. Fresh. The three, the three R's. That's, that's really good. Well, you know, I'm a preacher too. Yeah. So, no, y'all. Just kidding. Like I said, she bring that word. I told y'all the Bible study. But this like, is like fresh right now. And I guess that is uh, one way to, to describe it. Um, my journey towards healing started with really dealing with the ills of feeling rejected right. in many ways. Um and not understanding to the depths of how that story yeah. and how that narrative Rooted ran itself. so deep yeah. within me and within my life and how it showed itself up in relationships, um, not only with other people, but also in my relationship with God. And through a relationship with Christ, through my own therapy, <laughs> right? Yeah, I move. I found myself moving from this place of rejection to full and total acceptance. And acceptance doesn't mean that you're agreeing with every ill thing or bad thing or, you know, distressing thing that is happening, but you're learning to accept a new normal within it, right? I don't have to agree with it to accept that this thing has happened or this situation is is, um, pressing on me. Um, And so in that, moving from rejection to acceptance, here comes redemption, where I am really starting to understand just to the great lengths and depths of God's love for me. Yes. And I'm like, me? 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. What does that and mean? And that's what it feels right? like. And so, and and embracing that and owning that, then that changed how I viewed me. Yeah. Um, which led to some reconciliation where I can truly feel God's redemptive work and reconciliation work of reconciling all of us back to him, her, creator, however you look at the divine. Right. Um, but also in certain relationships that I felt was once broken and not knowing, and really those relationships, if I'm just going to be completely transparent, that of my father, where a lot of my formative years were shaped and formed by some decisions and impacts um, from what he has said, done, what have you, sure. didn't do. Sure. And um, watching the power of God move through that in healing me to be able to reconcile with him, which only helped set a stage but how come I on, come on. began to evolve in reconciling in relationships in, in general, yeah. friendships, romantic relationships, what have you. And reconciliation, you know, is, is great if it happens, but then there's also um, this evolution of learning that some things can't be reconciled, and that's okay, yeah. um, which leads to, you know, a space of, Feeling very um, confident in oneself, content in life, which I, I would describe this where I'm at right now. Sure. Just pure contentment, not complacency, where um, I want what God wants for me. Yeah. I've seen some things. I've, I've been through some things in right. the last 10 so years. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, I'm all right. So that would be, yeah. Yeah. Re um, I think you said rejection, rejection re redemption, and reconciliation. Yeah, that's really powerful for my personal story. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. <laughs> but but I would imagine first, I would imagine you are not the only one, you know, who yeah. would carry those three R's. But even more than that, I love how you mapped out the power of what healing can be. Yeah, you know, like not only in our relationships with people, but how when we prioritize that, what it can do in our walk with God mm -hmm. and how it can change our view of God. Yeah. You know, like that. And I, I think I would say for myself, um, that has definitely been true. You talk about the love of God and I say it on the podcast frequently, especially when I talk about my testimony, you know, that was what flipped the script for me mm -hmm. and helped me see God in a new way was, you know, it wasn't God sitting up high, looking down low, wigging, waggling his, what's the word? Wiggling? Get it out. Wiggling. wiggling Thank finger. you. His finger. Yes. What's waggling? Wiggling his finger mm -hmm. um, and judgment at me. Yeah. But it was a hand of, of covering to say, I'm here and I'm loving you through this thing um, to help you grow and evolve. Yeah. yeah. Which is powerful when you can experience love in that way. Um, it's not easy. So, I, I don't want <laughs> to sound like this is just a, it's not an easy thing to do, um, but it requires intentionality. Absolutely. Um, and allowing, resisting certain behavior patterns that has been normative, but also not fruitful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I mean, I think that would, that has been 
um, what if I can, you know, some of the last maybe decade plus, that's been it. Yeah. And and there's more to come. So yeah. And but I'm okay with the journey with the journey at yeah. this point in life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I literally the first thing I was when I was brainstorming for our content, I was thinking I'm like I want to ask simply why is healing important, right? From a professional's perspective, and I'm hearing you about how <laughs> it affects our journey, right? Our life journey. It really does. And there's someone, and I'm just going to call her out. I don't know if she'll ever hear this. Um, and I've never told her that how much this has resonated with me, but her name is Reverend Monique Crane Spells. Um, and she made a post not long ago on social media where, where she said liberation oftentimes looks like loss at first. Wow. Liberation looks wow. like loss at first. And so when you're on a journey to healing, what you're trying to do, what I hope people are trying to do is to liberate parts of themselves that have once been lost. Yeah. Whether it's through a spiritual aspect, a cultural aspect, uh, relationally, physically, what, ha what have you. There, there are these parts that we have that makes us who we are. And some of those parts, whether to our own um, uh, choices, yeah, to our own choices or behaviors, or even to that that is systemically or that yeah. that is societally or culturally or um, familially or what have you, yeah. that we didn't cause ourselves. Maybe it was maybe these parts that are lost came as a direct. Um, consequence of some sort of trauma that we didn't create sure but if we don't go back and heal those parts or find those parts yeah. and then decide which parts we <laughs> do we want to, yeah. to you know what to i'm saying keep, like yep, and deal with and yeah. so as we're trying to free up the, the those parts of ourselves through our healing it will feel like loss people will leave yeah yeah, everybody's not gonna be. Everybody's, everybody's not, not gonna, gonna mess be with the on change. your journey, yeah, right? Not gonna mess and with so, that. And even some things about you may leave. Yeah, yeah. That man, this is good. You know? it's, it's getting so, touchy, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. So healing is important because yeah. I think when we when we go through a healing process, whatever that looks like, I think we become a better version of who we were created to be. Yeah. We get closer and closer to that version. Yeah of who we are created to be. Yeah. 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 And I, I and I agree. I agree. Um this has me digging deep in thought because uh you know, you come with the plan, right, of questions and that's what I did, mm -hmm. but now I feel my mind just wandering. Um because <laughs> when I for real because you're 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 bringing up some really really real things and I'm even thinking about my own healing journey right now. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was praying about this season, um, and the Lord was like, it's really going to be healing. Right. And part mm -hmm. of me was thinking maybe we can do transition because transition is hard and we're all going through it in w at least one way right now. Right. Yeah. Whether it's with the pandemic yeah. or somebody's moving or doing something, we're mm -hmm. all likely going through some type of transition. Mm -hmm. But the Lord kept pressing the concept of healing on my heart. Mm -hmm. Right. And I just think in this world even. Right. So you made the point about whether it's individually or in our families or in the institutions or in the systems that we live in I think about the world and how much pain rests in it right now mm -hmm. and 
how do we maneuver that, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so I kind of want to dig a little deeper mm-hmm. and talk about just healing practices that we can do as believers wanting to lean on God, wanting to experience the freedom of healing. Mm-hmm. You know, how can we do that? What what would be some ways from your point of expertise that we can do that um, effectively? Yeah. Well, I think one is is part of the the obvious. You've, I'm um, I'm gonna safely assume yeah sure <laughs> that the larger audience are Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a faith based podcast, and so of course I believe in the power of prayer. I believe in the power of of scripture. Mm-hmm. Right. Get rooted in what God has to say. Yeah. Not only about you, but about what's happening in this world. Right. Um, your prayer and your study life in scripture are great tools to ground you. Yeah. It's not the only tool, right? But it is a really critical one. Yeah. Especially for those of us as believers. Sure. We can't do this without the power of the spirit. Yeah. And in order to be in tune with the spirit, we have to know what the spirit is saying. Absolutely. Doing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I do not want to cut you off, but I want to pause right here because you just said something that I, I need to I need to press into. Um the podcast, I think it is highly possible that uh, you know we have a lot of listeners that are christians Mm -hmm. but obviously then there's also the prayer of like somebody would listen that isn't right but is curious about what does it mean to walk with god yeah so you said to you know we can't do this without the spirit Mm -hmm. can you press into that a little bit more and talk about the benefit of being in relationship with god and experiencing healing yeah so i think about um uh when jesus was crucified yeah. And before yes. his ascension unto heaven, the disciples were all um, in hiding. They were in fear for their lives. Yeah. Um, they saw what happened and, well, only one actually saw it. Right, right, right. The others were already hiding. Yeah. But, but the point is, is that um, they knew what was going on. Yeah. Right. To the best that they could know. Mm-hmm. And they were in fear. And so before Jesus' ascension, he reminds them of the gift of the Holy Spirit that he's going to leave Come with on. them. <laughs> She's about to teach us, y'all it's get ready. The, <laughs> it's the comforter. Yes. It's the one who is going to, it's God's spirit. Yes. That is going to, to enter the heart of every believer. And I just believe personally that if that spirit has enough power to raise a dead Jesus, how much can he do in liberating and healing do us? For me? Yeah. So then I think about Paul's writing. Yeah. And his letters to, um, and I, yeah, I'm, I remix scripture really bad, but in in scripture in Paul's writings, he talks about being in step with the spirit, and what does that, and and the way that it looks for me may look different for you, Natalie, may look, but the point is, is that what's your prayer life like? Yeah. Have you invited Christ into your heart? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, what's your, you know, study scripture? What's that like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's that <laughs> process? What's, what's that, that makeup looking like? like? Exactly. What's that routine? <laughs> and here's the thing. I think sometimes as Christians, we, we and, and I'm guilty of it at times, and probably have done it already on this, on, in our conversation, 
we we make it sound so easy. simple and easy, and it's really not. It's not. However, it takes intentional practice. I remember when I first uh, started getting for real, for real about my walk with God. Y'all, it took me fifteen minutes. Felt like a long time. Yes. To study Scripture and, but to just keep at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With consistency, and so as you. And then just things start to change. I can't. It's supernatural. It is. It, it is really very is. supernatural. And so for me, centering myself, or in the therapy world, what we would call grounding <laughs> techniques, yeah. is getting your mind back present. Mm. That's all that a grounding technique does. Yeah. It gets your mind back present so that you are not going off in anxious thoughts and what have you is some sort of tool that helps center you back to present. Yeah. And sometimes, oftentimes, meditation on scripture mm-hmm. can be one great grounding tool. So here I am intermixing faith and, and therapy, yeah. right? So we, as a, a lot of Christians, we get weird about Come meditation. On Come on, yep. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. word of God says Literally meditate says on scripture day, day and, and night. night. Day and, and night. And so you can meditate on anything. Why not meditate on good news? Yeah, yeah. And and even one thing I carry with me is Philippians 4, yeah. right? To think on things that are pure. Right. And, you know, all, and Paul lists all of these characteristics. I'm going to give it to y'all. It's Philippians 4 and 8. All of these characteristics mm-hmm. of these good things. Yeah. And I realized in my struggles with anxiety that if I could if I could put into practice really taking my thoughts captive and centering them on good things, how could that help me in dealing with my anxiety? And one of the things I would say about that is it doesn't mean that you're ignoring your thoughts. Right. It doesn't mean like and so that's where I try to like come with some balance. Sure. Because sure. I think too, we run the danger of um exercising toxic positivity as especially as christians where we'll say things like well i'm too blessed to be stressed come on or just lay it at jesus feet yeah cast your cares on it but don't go pick it back up like you know all these different things and when we do that and we don't give ourselves um the space to actually feel our emotions to interrogate our thoughts and we slap it we rush past it and try to mask it with positivity that does not help us what it does is it it keeps those thoughts and those feelings suppressed it turns into toxic stress and that gets held in the body and then it comes out in really unhealthy ways yeah and the body keeps score don't it well we know there's a whole book (laughs) it's a whole book about it there's a whole book about yes yes and so um, prayer, meditation on scripture, great ways to kind of recenter, reframe the mind, get you back to present, sure. right? And then uh, as some other, you know, practical things, find a therapist. I was going to ask you. I was going to see if you were going to say it on this <laughs> of one. Of yeah. course I am. Yeah. I do this. Right, like, right. You can have Jesus and, and a therapy. therapist. <laughs> Come on. Help us out. I hear, and I've literally, just last week, someone, you know, pulled me to the side because they're struggling trying to help someone else that they know who feels as if that therapy, going to therapy is just, and it's still such a stigma, and I get it, but we have to do a better job. 
Jesus can use anyone and mm-hmm. anything to get a message through. Yeah. What makes therapists exempt from that? Right. Right. And so therapy, um, breathing. Sometimes we don't even breathe. Yeah. We think we're breathing, but, but we we're not tense breathing. Up. Yeah. Especially in the state of affairs that we're living in today. Mm-hmm. It is oh you you have to pay attention to your breath. Are you breathing? Mm. How often are are you going through your day to day with all this bad news that you're digesting in from many different platforms? Right. And your day could be stressful in itself. You're at home finally, but your body is tense. Yes. Your jaws is clenched. clenched. Come on. The yes. tongue is on the roof of your mouth. Right, right, right. Your shoulders are up to your ears, and you're literally watching a comedy show on yeah. TV. You're trying to relax or whatever the case. Like, and you're not breathing when your body's that tense. Yeah. And so we have to learn how to breathe and relax ourselves. Um, one last thing, take a break. It is okay <laughs> to take a break and, and from news, from social media, um, things that are triggering. You don't have to watch every single video of some unarmed black or brown person getting killed. You don't right. have to watch it all. Yeah. You don't have to keep scrolling on social media to see what the Supreme Court is doing or not yeah. doing yeah. or yeah. what um, elected officials are saying or not saying and, and, and what other folks got to say about what they're doing. You take a break. Absolutely. Absolutely. To take care of yourself. All of that affects your journey towards healing. Okay, so first of all, she <laughs> dropped bars, and I don't know what else I need to say. <laughs> this is how I feel about that. Um, but I, I, what I'm, what I'm hearing is, we have to disconnect. Jesus did. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and there is like, no absolutely, and and I think like we read it, but do we really internalize it? I know I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll I'll read it, but do I really internalize? Hey, you need to stop trying to work on those from Corinne. Stop trying to, you know, build this. Stop trying to figure out what's going on with the move and just disconnect for a minute. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and I hear you saying to, to figure out a way to rest in that. Um, that that is, is a key part of our healing process. Uh, our oh my healing God. process. Please take a nap. I yeah. give that homework to clients. <laughs> the nap the ministry. <laughs> I'm the queen of it. Yes. I swear. And then when I see that there's a whole like social media there thing is. called the nap That's ministry, what I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I've been taking naps forever. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to rest your body. Yeah. Just as good as it is for your physical health, it is great for your mental as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love this. Y'all, I, I hope you're walking away. I mean, you listed out five clear things that we can do to be intentional in our healing. Mm-hmm. And this is, listen, y'all, this is coming from a professional, okay? A professional. Mm-hmm. Um, so please internalize these things and really think about what are ways that you can evolve mm-hmm. in being intentional about your healing. Um, what are ways that you can commit to being intentional about your healing if you haven't started at all? Um, and maybe what are some things that you can continue doing uh, and, and make very intentionally a regular part of your routine? Um, but <laughs> I'm going to circle back to this because I want to make sure this is 
this is clear, right? Um, and I love that you've said it. Uh, it can be really hard to read the word mm-hmm. and develop a routine of reading the word. Mm-hmm. And that is something I talk about on this podcast all the time because I believe in authenticity to the utmost. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but you said that it does play a part in our healing. And so I want to remind y'all as we as we work our way through the word day in and day out to remember that while it is hard, it is important and it is valuable mm-hmm. and it is it is a key piece of us experiencing the healing that we are asking God for. Um, and, and I don't say that to, you know, put it over one thing or another, but I want to make sure I emphasize that because I know how hard it can be. Yeah, to stay to stay invested. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it really can. And the thing I think the thing that you know it's kind of like how we treat diets. Oh, you're right about it. So like we you know we say, oh, starting Monday, I'm gonna stop eating this, yeah. whatever the this is, and then you eat something of the category that you say you're gonna stop eating for a part of one meal of your day on Monday Mm -hmm. and then you decide well throw the whole week away I'll start again next week right no that's not the answer try again again. yeah and so you just make the next best choice yeah so for me when I started studying my word 15 minutes was difficult that's all I could give myself was 15 and that was hard yeah so I'm reading, and I don't know where to start. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. I'm fumbling around. I got random thoughts that would come to my yep, head. Yep, distraction, yep. And yep. I had to learn to think those thoughts as random and as wild as they could be and remind myself that I'm dedicating this time yeah. and that this is okay. Yeah. Instead of time, that 15 minutes turned into 30, that 30 turned into – an hour Mm -hmm. and so you just kind of keep at it stay with it um i use this quote all the time my clients some of them have heard me say it a gazillion times and they're probably tired of it it's a quote by muhammad ali that says the repetition of affirmations that lead to belief and once that belief becomes a deep conviction then things change yeah but it's the repetition you gotta start there you gotta start and you just keep repeating. Yeah. And it's with any kind of change that we want to make in our life. Wow. But in order for us to even believe that the change is possible, we have to repeat the things that's going to help us get into get towards the change. Sure. Sure. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so um, it's the same thing with, with our healing in whatever aspect we're trying to, um, you know, focus towards healing. Uh if it's, you know, in our spiritual life, and our spiritual walk, it's the repetition. Mm-hmm. If it's in our physical body and making sure we're eating the right foods, mm-hmm. the, the caloric, dense foods, <laughs> the <laughs> movement of our bodies, um, in whatever way, shape, or form, it's the, it's the repetition. It's the consistency. You're not going to always feel motivated for change. Yeah. And that... Yes, yes. It's the consistency that's going to keep you going. Right, right. But you can't give up. Yeah. And I think the other piece that we don't do a good job of, and I know I'm guilty of it too, we don't extend ourselves enough grace. grace. Bring us home, please. You're bringing us home <laughs> here. And so, I mean, we have to give ourselves grace. Yes, One of the things yeah. that I tell my clients, when you find yourself being overly critical and judgmental, we talk to ourselves the most. 
our words should be sweet like honey, mm-hmm. like scripture says. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. Right? So we talk to ourselves the most. Yeah. Are those words sweet like honey? Yeah, I can definitely that say I know I'd be talking down on myself. Greg, well, get your stuff together. <laughs> well, there's a difference between holding yourself accountable and condemning yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And ov- being overly critical of yourself. And that's that overly uh, critique that is not constructive is oftentimes rooted somewhere. Yeah. And we don't have time for that today. Yeah, yeah. But the point here is that, I, that a, a practical tool that I give my clients is when you start to find yourself not extending yourself some grace. Again, we're not saying not holding yourself accountable. But when we find ourselves being overly critical, judgmental, condemning ourselves, pause and ask yourself, would I say this to my friend? Yeah. Yeah. If if my friend or loved one came to me with the same situation what would and I say? behaved the same way, what would I say to them? Oftentimes there's going to be grace-filled empathetic words. Yes. And so that needs to be given to you. Man, I am leaving this episode extremely convicted. It's what's happening. That's the state of my spirit now. And conviction is good, y'all, because it's calling us to a better place. And so I accept. But even just that last note, I'm like, man, I got to do better. And I remember having situations (laughs) where I was, you know, forcing myself to do something that I didn't need to do in a time where I was in serious emotional distress. And I had a friend telling me, like, what would you do if someone else came to you with your situation? Would you continue working? Would you continue X, Y, Z? No, you wouldn't. Now, what are you doing? And I continue to do it. And so I'm leaving this episode convicted, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but also encouraged in knowing, y'all, there's clearly so much we can do to grow in our healing and to experience healing. um, And that God is a perfect source to offer that to us. Right. He, he is a, a well that does not run dry. And so there are so many, so many things we can do in the word, in community, in professionals. Right. That can offer us the support that we need to get the healing that we need. So, y'all, we love you. Minister Hazel, thank you so much. I know somebody on the other side is probably tearing up a little bit. It's all right. Get your tissue. Um, Let hopefully, those tears be an emotional. Detox. There you go. There That's you go. Okay, somebody's gonna go take a nap now. <laughs> we gonna say amen to that. Somebody's gonna go find a therapist. We gonna say amen to that. Um, but thank you so much for coming. Uh, thank you for having me. Seriously, you are amazing. Um, please let the people know where they can find you. So I'm on social media. Um, underscore hazel lawrence instagram and twitter which i never really use so instagram is probably Instagram main thing okay <laughs> okay and then i am also you can find me on psychology today just uh type in hazel lawrence mm-hmm. so. yep i saw her on there y'all she on there she on there <laughs> so please um get connected with minister hazel and experience just the power that's coming from her content and from the work that she's doing uh in 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 everything that you touch so thank you Amen. all right y'all listen what i need you to do is really honestly Send this episode to the person that you know needs it. Mm. I'm sure you know somebody who may be on the fence about therapy, who may be struggling with experiencing healing in a certain part of their lives. They've confided in you about something serious. They don't know what to do next. Send this to them and or put this in your back pocket for the day that you need this content. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. We love you so much. Drop them five stars on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on there. Peace and love, and I'll see you all next week.